Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is a place where we grow together as leaders and share strategies that I believe will be a help and blessing to you as you continue to become the leader that God has placed you on the planet to become. Leadership is tough stuff. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come easily, but when you're chosen to be a leader, you understand the importance of putting yourself in a position to continuously grow. That's why this platform was created to help leaders just like you become next level leaders. If you're listening for the first time, thank you. I appreciate you. Someone shared this link with you. You heard it from somewhere. I'd love to know where and how you heard it. I want to connect with you and know a little bit more about you. So follow me at josephwalker3 on Instagram. Do that. I would appreciate it. It would mean a lot. And also, want more content, want our books, or find out how we can come and serve you in your area, to conferences and speaking events, etc. josephwalker3.org. That's josephwalker3.org. I am so incredibly thankful, grateful for this opportunity to continue to share this conversation around discipline. And this is going to be the last uh, podcast in this particular series on it because we've dealt with emotional discipline, financial discipline, self-discipline. But I want today to talk about something that I think you will really be blessed to hear, the discipline to finish. How often have you started something and never gotten around to finishing it? How many things do you have pending? still out there, tabling, never accomplishing. You have a heart and a mind to do it, but just can't seem to get that thing done. Today is your day because you're going to get some principles that are going to help you understand the importance of finishing. Now, listen, this is going to be important because I want you, first of all, to understand how to begin with the end in mind. Everything that I've ever done as a leader, I've always started something, but I had the vision on how I wanted it to end up in mind. That's what literally motivates me. That's what pushes me. That's what will push you. When you start thinking about the end result and keep those end results in front of you at all times, that's when you will be motivated. <laughs> so when you begin a thing, begin with the end in mind. Allow the results to produce the resilience. Let me say it again. The idea that I'm focused on the results is what fuels or produces the resilience. So I want you, whatever you're getting better to do, begin it. Don't just start it to start it. And yeah, I don't know where this is going. I'm just going to start. No, I don't write a book. I don't open a project up. I don't do a partnership until I know how that thing is going to end up. Begin with the end in mind. The second thing that's going to be important if you're going to be, you know, really a person that understands the discipline to finish is knowing the capacity of your team. I talk a lot about team in my books, particularly No Opportunity Wasted. 
hope you get it. It'll bless you. But, you know, the capacity of a team is so critical to finishing projects, to finishing assignments, to being able to follow through. Because if your team does not have the skill set to go to that next level, to push a project through, to, to get beyond the minutiae and get beyond the questions and go out and pursue the answers, you'll find yourself constantly in this place of things just so get logistically frustrating. I never can get a project finished. It's so frustrating because the talent isn't there. The people aren't there to understand how to take it to the next level. So assess the capacity of your team. And when you do that, it helps you know how to triage each individual situation and know what to send it to. There's certain things I send to certain parts of my team. There are other projects I send to other parts of my team based on their capacity. Everybody has a different 100. Everybody's 100 is different. So you have to know, you have to dissect, you know, your staff, your team, and say, who has the capacity to finish this project? Who can see it all the way through? Here's the third thing, and I talk about this on every conference I go to. Success is in the follow-through. Say that with me. Success is in the follow-through. You know, sometimes we, <laughs> we pass things off and we do not follow through. I tell my team, listen, everything you do, you make certain you follow through with it. If a person comes up to you and asks for something that doesn't, you know, necessarily address your department and you direct them to another person and say, hey, here's the number, call this person. You need to follow up with that individual person to make sure they got the help that they needed. That's how you finish. That's how you follow through. You understand that's how your organization becomes successful because you have people that go the extra mile to follow through. You can't just drop projects off and assume that where you drop them off, something's going to come to fruition. You've got to understand the importance of following through. So I check my emails. I follow through. I don't let, you know, you have a culture in our organization where nothing should stay in this space for longer than 48 hours without getting a response. We want people to feel that we are engaged and we're following through these things. This is what makes it so incredibly important, right? So I want you to process this to really, really think about success is in the follow through. How would you grade your organization? How would you grade your business? Do you guys actually follow through on projects or do you have people that sit back and make excuses? Well, we're going to get around to it. Oh, well, you know, it might happen here that no, you need to have people who genuinely know the importance of follow-through. Getting back with people, responding, all those things are important, which, which, which is a principle I talk about, right? I talk about this principle again in that No Opportunity Wasted book. I think I talk about it in my book, Leaderships. I have this word. It's Ohio. And that word is an acronym. I know it's a great state, but listen, it's an acronym. Here's what it means. Only handle it once. Develop the discipline to handle things once, not to always open up an email and try to get back to it or open up a conversation and I'll get back to it. You see a text message, you say, well, I'll respond later. I mean, if you, when I address my emails, I deal with them then. I don't say I'll get back to it because they keep piling up and piling up. And that's why I never finish. I end up complaining, saying, I wish I had more time in the day. Let me tell you something. You can have a 25th hour and a and an eighth day of the week and you would still be in the same situation because you don't understand the importance of handling things once. This is where 
great leaders learn to do. Great leaders know. They get this. And I want you to get it. I really do. I want you to think about this because it is so incredibly important that you handle things once. You get it? The discipline to finish is about making certain that whatever I touch, I'm engaged in that thing right now. I want to make sure that I'm engaged in that project from start to finish. I'm handling it once. Which leads to the next thing because so often, you know what happens, right? We get distracted. So I want you to make sure you you protect yourself from distractions because distractions are what hinders you from completing tasks. The discipline to finish is to avoid these distractions, to keep your focus, to make certain that you are razor sharp focus on your objective. Like to really put yourself in a position where you say, I am more disciplined in my focus and getting this thing done, that I'm not going to be distracted by what's happening over here, what's happening over there. You get it done. And when you are focused like that, you're disciplined. People look at you and think you're just a robot. You're not a robot. You're a human being, but you have objectives. You have things you're trying to do. You do what you have to do when you have to do it so that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. I'll say it again. Do what you have to do when you have to do it so that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. That is the discipline, beating those distractions. They're going to come. It's going to be a request for a meeting. Somebody's going to say, can I get on your schedule? Oh, I know it's late, but can you come to this? You know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm asking, I'm, I'm really crossing my fingers to see if you can make this happen with your busy schedule. And you have to think to yourself, is this really a divine appointment or a demonic distraction? Because those distractions, you keep putting it aside and said, I was going to finish this paper, but I had to go and do this. Or I was going to finish this chapter of the book. Or I was going to finish this proposal, but I had to put it down and go do something else. And all of a sudden now, all of these different distractions become time gremlins. And those things rob you of days and rob you of weeks and rob you of months of time in which you could actually have accomplished so much had you been razor sharp focused. I want you to really process this. Get to a point in your life or your razor sharp focus on achieving the objectives that are laid before you without compromise, without making an apology for how disciplined you will be in finishing. There are a lot of people that start. Oh, it doesn't take much to start. But where the real champions are, are those who finish. You've seen in basketball, you've seen where teams have been up by 20 points, man. 20 points. They got comfortable in the fourth quarter. The other team took a made a run. They did that, you know, that proverbial, they went on a 20 to 4 run or something crazy like that. And all of a sudden they flipped the score and the other team is being critiqued because they had them on the ropes and could not finish. What I want you to understand is that the discipline to finish is playing all four quarters. It's playing, starting out hard and strong and ending hard and strong. That's what you have to do if you're going to have the discipline to finish. Here's number five, though. You cannot expect what you do not inspect. You cannot expect what you do not inspect. You know, I always say this as a delegated, you know, kind of leader. I delegate so much responsibility to my team to handle this and handle that. But they have to understand, this is so important now, 
that I'm still going to be engaged at some level because I want to inspect what's going out. I want to inspect the plan that they're putting forward. I don't want to be surprised like everybody else. As a leader, you cannot expect what you do not inspect. So as I inspected and evaluated and go through and ask the right questions, then I become clear about where this thing is in the process. And I know what we need to do to make it finish, to make it come to fruition. That's what leadership is about. Being in a place where you can inspect, not micromanage, but I know what's going on. I know what my challenges are and I'm facing them head on because I am a leader. Now let's review because I know I'm moving a little fast today, but I want you to really get this. I'm really excited about this one because we think about beginning with the end in mind. Whatever I start, I want to make sure I start it thinking about the end goal. I want to begin with the end in mind because it is that, that end goal where my resilience is fueled. That's what I want to see. But I also have to know the capacity of my team. I have to make sure the people that I hire, the people that are around me have the capacity to go where I'm going and not where I've been. So incredibly important. So when I do that, I look at the capacity of my team. I begin to measure that by how well they follow through because that's where success is. Success is absolutely in the follow through. And you know, when you think about that, you have to say to yourself, does my team have the capacity to move into this area where we do follow through? That's number four, getting to a place where this is what's happening. Then number five was about remembering Ohio. Only handle it once. Looking at my situation and saying, I can deal with this, but I am not going to put this off for another day because the more I put off, the more I put off, the more I have to come back to. So what I try to do is try to, you know, even through weariness sometimes, I try to get things done in advance so that I can absolutely focus on the things I need to focus on in my rest. (laughs) So I want you to hear that. Please only handle it once. And then also don't forget, don't forget how to avoid and overcome distractions. Do not allow distractions to rob you of the end goal. Remember, we got stuff to do here. We're trying to finish. And that's why that's so important. It's important because we recognize I cannot expect what I do not inspect. I have to make sure that I have my finger, not, I don't have to have it in a chokehold. I don't have to be everywhere at all time, but I have to have my finger in the process so that I'm inspecting, inspecting the genuineness of it, inspecting where people's capacity financially is to support it, inspecting what people have said about it. So that's what great leaders do. You sit back, hear the reports, and you say, carry on, or you give a greater assignment because of the responsibility. That's how leaders become leaders. That's how you will lead your organization so much better. And then to that point, allow me to ease into number seven. Here it is. Finish strong, not wrong. There are so many people who don't finish. They've lost sight. And therefore, when they do finish, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. But then when you look at others and you say, wow, they put things in place that they're going to finish strong. It's always been one of the things that I've tried to do, not finish wrong, not be out here giving my life in leadership and serving and not having anything to show for it, 
not having a legacy set aside. That's why it's so important for all of us to make sure as leaders that we finish strong. All the things that you're doing, all the things you have planned, make sure you finish strong. Ladies and gentlemen, the discipline to finish is so key. I know firsthand what it's like to be lethargic sometimes, to utilize your current situation as an excuse as to why you can't do this or do that. But I want you to understand something. I want you to know without a doubt in my mind, you, leader, you will be able to finish strong. You are going to have the discipline to get through this. I'm so grateful. I'm I'm excited because I understand all the things you have to do. These things can't be on the wall forever. They can't be in your head forever. You got to ask yourself, how do I position myself when I begin a project, when I'm moving in these spaces, to absolutely finish (laughs) what God started in me? Philippians 1 and 6, that thing that God has started in you, he will perform to the day of Jesus Christ. I don't want you to take any of these gifts to the grave. I want them lived out. And that's why I'm really stressing this. The discipline of getting it done, finishing it, the book, the degree, all the things you've been talking about. It's time to get up and let's go make it happen. I really hope this has blessed you today. And I thank you so much for being connected to Next Level Leader. I want you to follow me. Now, follow me now. Go. Joseph Walker 3. The Joseph Walker, the number three. I want you to follow me, and I want you to let me know if this has blessed you. I want to appreciate all of you that are staying connected with us in any capacity and know that I'm so incredibly thankful for every single thing you've done to support this podcast. So, no, I appreciate you, and I look forward to hearing from you. That's Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. If you want us to come and speak in your area, that's josephwalker3.org or reach out to our office and know that we appreciate you more than you could ever imagine. I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours, and I pray you stay connected to this podcast and grow with us. Grow with us. Thank you so much. I pray God's blessings be upon you. Until next time, you go be that next level leader here. You're going to make it happen. Talk soon. Be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.